It's good to be at Church of the Good Shepherd this morning. It's good for us to be gathered for the worship of Almighty God. Good for us to be in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is risen from the dead. And good for us to have this opportunity to connect as bishop and congregation on the occasion of the bishop's annual visitation. I'm uh, very grateful to you all for your hospitality. My, my wife, Caroline, who is here, we are both, uh, we're both grateful for your hospitality, but also mindful that it's been a couple of years since the, the last time the, of the bishop's annual visitation. These are strange and challenging times uh, that we're in, and I am extremely grateful to you all for your hospitality today in light of these strange times. I am uh, not only grateful for your hospitality, uh, but also for your leadership in our diocese here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, grateful for your leadership as a congregation, and I'm grateful to uh, Mother Natalie as your rector and uh, to Father Fred as well for their leadership here uh, at Church of the Good Shepherd. And uh, not only their leadership here in this congregation, but also more widely in the Diocese of Tennessee in some important ways. And uh, grateful as well to your vestry for its leadership and its good stewardship of the resources that have been given you all here at Church of the Good Shepherd for the mission and ministry of the church. Really grateful uh, to the vestry and also to all the volunteers and the professional staff here at Church of the Good Shepherd for their leadership. But above all, I'm grateful to you all for your leadership here at this church. You all may not think about yourselves as leaders. I hope you do, but you may not. But I have got evidence uh, that indicates to me that you all are leaders here in our diocese and here at Church of the Good Shepherd, and the evidence is the evidence of my eyes. I can see you here. You all, by your prayers and presence here today, are leaders in the mission and ministry of our diocese, and I am extremely grateful to you all. Your prayers and presence are making it possible for us to be here, and I'm extremely grateful for that. Truly, it is good for us to be together here at Church of the Good Shepherd today. From our Gospel reading, I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. Jesus lays out in our Gospel today the great theme of the Easter season. That is, life overcoming death. The theme of life triumphant is repeated over and over again in the course of the 50 days of this season. In the empty tomb, in the resurrection appearances, and in Jesus' exaltation to the right hand of God. These events don't just illustrate the theme of new life, the theme itself is founded on Jesus' resurrection from the dead. It's the foundation of the idea of life overcoming death. That's what we're celebrating on 
Good Shepherd Sunday here at the Church of the Good Shepherd. As we move further into the Easter season and further into reflection on the meaning of Jesus' death and resurrection for us. So, back again to our gospel. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. Here we find the twofold aspect of Easter that Christians call the Paschal Mystery. That is, Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. The laying down and the taking up of life, which means new life for us. The power to lay it down, Jesus' power to lay down his life, is Christ's sacrificial death freely undertaken for the sake of the flock. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, as Jesus says in our gospel today. The word for, for the sheep, reminds us of the vocation of the shepherd, whose the defender of the flock. Risky business, as the shepherd inserts himself between the sheep and the wolf who preys upon the sheep. Overcoming death is not just risky, but it is costly business. And it's a price borne by the shepherd himself. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The power to lay it down, now the power to take it up again. That's the second part of the Paschal mystery where life is triumphant. The letter to the Hebrews describes Jesus as the shepherd of the sheep, brought again from the dead. That's the 13th chapter of Hebrews. Brought again from the dead. A shepherd brought again from the dead. Jesus overcomes death in that he suffers its entire tragedy, yet God raises him to new life. Death could not hold him. St. Peter says in a sermon in the second chapter of Acts, death could not hold him. He's that kind of shepherd. He suffers the tragedy of death. That's real. But death could not hold him. Jesus is the strong shepherd who cannot be bound, wrapped up by the power of death. Death cannot hold him. The flock that follows the good shepherd is not safe simply for a season, but forever, because Jesus is alive. Our shepherd is alive and still defending us from death. He has the power to lay down his life 
and the power to take it again. That's the Paschal mystery, this twofold aspect of Christ's death and life, the mystery of Christ's dying and rising again that we celebrate at Easter and, in fact, celebrate every Sunday of the year, the day of resurrection. But don't be fooled by the word mystery. It's a highfalutin theological word, but still may be instructive for us. But let's not be fooled. The Paschal mystery is not something kept locked away, that kind of mystery, something hidden from us, like, you know, the mystery in a murder mystery. This mystery, this Paschal mystery, is meant to become a part of who we are. It's supposed to be the secret or mystery of our own existence. Because Jesus has risen from the dead, we too will live a new life and share his resurrection. This life is mysterious. It becomes new life within us through Christ rising again from the dead. Consider our psalm this morning. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Surely, your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Paschal mystery becoming the mystery of who we are. Whatever evil befalls us, each of us can compile our own list. Whatever laying down of our lives that we endure, again, we can think about this and reflect for ourselves. Whatever dying to self we do, whatever that may be for each of us, Christ can raise us up. He has laid down his life. He can take it again. No matter, no matter what we have endured, Christ can raise us up again. Because he lives, we too will live. As Jesus says in the 14th chapter, of John's Gospel. Because he lives, we too will live. Another word for mystery is sacrament. As we say in the Eucharist, in these holy mysteries, we receive Christ's body and blood. The signs of his life laid down for us and taken up again. We're looking for ways to connect to the mystery. Uh, what we do today at this altar is a primary example. And then again, 
in baptism. We die with Christ and rise to new life with him, as St. Paul says in the sixth chapter of Romans. We die with Christ in baptism and we rise to new life with him. The mystery is not hidden from us, kept locked away somewhere, mysterious in that sense. But in fact, the mystery, the pastoral mystery of Christ dying and rising becomes who we are because we have died with him and risen with him again. As we share in the sacraments of the church. So as we reaffirm our baptismal vows today, primary act of our liturgy, and as baptized members of the church, members of our company, receive the laying on of hands in confirmation and reception, as we do these things, we recall the paschal mystery that has united us to Christ the Good Shepherd, who lays down his life for the sheep. The practice of the Christian faith is, is a life and death business, quite literally, that demands the whole of who we are. So take note, confirmands, today. Grace is given today. The power and presence of God in our lives as we celebrate the sacraments of the church. We cannot live this life on our own, but by God's grace we can die to self and rise again to new life. That's the promise of the Good Shepherd, that we shall fear no evil and will dwell in his house forever. Now, to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, let us ascribe as is most justly due all might, power, majesty, and dominion this day and forever.